Hi, everyone. This is Meredith Root, and welcome to the Afternoon Snack Podcast, brought to you by Tactic Nutrition. Hi, I'm Alex Parker, owner of Tactic Nutrition, former lawyer, CrossFit Games athlete, turned health and fitness geek. I'm also into health and nutrition, a more recent CrossFit Games athlete, co-owner of Tactic Nutrition, and former engineer. We are here to have fun, engaging conversation about some of our favorite topics, including nutrition, health, coaching, motivation, and of course, CrossFit. Our goal is to give you something to think and talk about and hopefully make you laugh along the way. Hello, Alex. Hey. How are you? You're all bundled up. It's cold. It is. It's well, it's not cold. It's just like kind of in between seasons. It's here. nipply. There's a guy out in the cul-de-sac who's doing some work on his car. Like he's got the wheel all the way off and it's jacked up. And I just, <laughs> I just noticed his stool looks like a nightstand from his kid's bedroom. Like he's sitting on a, his work stool is like a, it's like a princess nightstand. Remember when my grandpa was installing our, oh, <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> our blackout shades because and I let him do this as a favor because he likes to be helpful and like he hadn't seen our new place so he was installing our this blackout was our shades. Last, this yeah. is our last condo. And he needed like a step stool but didn't bring one and we didn't have one. So he used our t- like little nightstand which is like Well, can I back? Can we paint the picture okay. here? So he shows up with a drill that's probably from 1989 and it was it's a corded drill. So that's your first sign. Um, yeah, it doesn't have a step stool. Your grandfather's 90 years old. <laughs> so I think that's, you can't leave that detail. He's out. a young 90. He is. He's robust. Um, he actually is like when you, he's like a big man. Not overweight. Strong. No. Yeah. Like clearly. But yeah, then he's like, well, what about that? And he points to this like. <laughs> one of no, our- Meredith's like, I'll run out and I'll go get one. I was like, and both of, I come by this honestly, cause we were both like, no, no, there's no time. I was like, well, what else do you have to do today, Walter? You have nothing else on your agenda. You can wait like five minutes for me to go to like Canadian Tire and get a step stool so that no one ends up with broken bones. So anyways, that was uh, shot down immediately. And instead, uh, he opted for this nightstand that we had in our bedroom. That's And I was like, I'll hold it steady. Yeah. And this thing, came- I remember when I bought it and it came from Amazon. It was flat packed which means like you assemble it. It's like Ikea. It's particle board. It's held together by like these cam, these locking screws. It's not even remotely would never be considered load bearing. What does Walter do? (laughs) He stands on it and Alex is like kind of holding it, but the whole thing is like, you just see it like back and forth. And he's like, you know, he's got the drill going it was, um, I don't know what my heart rate was, but it had to be like north of 160. And I was just like, oh my God. I was like, okay, so if he falls, it's, I was like, it's going to break. It's going to fall in like a direction. So he's going to land. I was just sort of, oh man. I figured he would have enough wherewithal that if it did break to fling himself onto the bed. I don't think you understand how much proprioception you lose when you get to be that age. <laughs> You don't, what you can feel with your feet, a 90 year old man cannot feel with his feet. Don't, don't underestimate him. Okay. Anyways. He's very nimble. He, yep. (laughs) You're like nimble until you're not like, that's how aging goes. I think. 
but yeah that was that was that was terrifying but it was fine we got the curtains they were straight ish yeah great um it is uh it is kind of in between seasons here so it's like it's weird because it's it's only the end of august which i would consider still summer but there's a fall there's a fall feel there's it's been chilly it smells like fall it does and it's it's getting into like the upper 30s at night um i have we did like a uh uh raised garden and by we i mean i did i planted fruits and vegetables because we have these garden beds that came with our house so like we'll use them they're large um one of them has like blueberries and strawberries and we're actually getting some strawberries and the other one has a bunch of stuff and i thought well we do eat like a lot of tomatoes so i'll get four tomato plants sorry let me correct you we eat like one tomato every few weeks because they're also with extravagantly expensive we get the little guys so i thought we'll just i'll grow tomatoes and so we got tomatoes there's like squash um a cucumber. another vegetable we never eat um i like squash it's just easy to grow mm-hmm. um some lettuce which we did eat the lettuce while we had it but i have between four tomato plants i counted them roughly about 70 tomatoes <coughs> that are on this these plants and they look great <coughs> healthy green and i consulted the internet and found out that because of the temperature trends this week and moving forward, they are not going to ripen. <laughs> so I have 70 green, will always be green, will never be red tomatoes. So that was a swing and a miss for the are year. Are green tomatoes tomatoes before they're red or are there actual green tomatoes? They're, I think there are actual green tomatoes that can be ripe and green. That's what I thought because there's that movie called fried green tomatoes well, no but fried green those are green tomatoes as in not ripe and so oh. you fry them because you make they're like they're more gotcha. palatable a green tomato oh, i knew i'm from the south um it's also really have good you movie. seen uh, yeah i was gonna it's say so good seen it? <laughs> for wanda that's such a yeah we should watch that movie um i don't think these are like fryable tomatoes and i'm i like wouldn't feel comfortable eating 70 fried green tomatoes that would exceed my fried green mm-hmm. tomato quota for the year um so yeah i think next year i'll have to buy slightly more mature plants that were probably started and kept in greenhouses anyways that's what the internet tells me you don't care not even a little bit i don't you're the vegetables that you've grown kind of look weird yeah like they're like vegetables. different shapes and sizes and i'm i don't know i like uniform uniformity in my vegetables uh-huh yeah, I mean, that's like kind of what happens when you grow your own food. You have to get used to eating ugly vegetables. The lettuce was good. It was really good. Yeah. I just didn't like that one time I had to cut it off the stem and I was worried about bugs. Oh, you mean when you had to go harvest it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I get that. I haven't seen any big bugs. Um, But we switched our, I guess we switched over to our winter blanket. That's been the big news for this week. So we went from the summer, like the quilt, to the down comforter this week, which Alex is happy about. It's like sleeping in a cloud. A really hot cloud, which is why... I run cold, so it's perfect for me. It's amazing. 
If I slip with that And it's thing, so much lighter, so it doesn't like squish my toes if I'm sleeping on my back. <laughs> is that a problem? Yeah, it is. Oh, how am I just hearing this? I don't like heavy blankets. I've been telling you this. Oh, okay. Well, I just, I didn't know why. Like all that hype around like weighted blankets, I'm just not into it. It squishes your feet because yeah, your feet stick why, up. That's not why people use he- heavy blankets. It helps with anxiety. <laughs> Which, um, you might actually should give yeah. that a try. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, just wear a heavy blanket as a cloak 100% of the time. Would that help? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a weight vest, but more useful. Um, I don't know. It's okay. No, I prefer a heavy blanket to a light blanket, so we differ on that. But I guess it's nice to have it. Um, I don't know if you do. I don't think you do this, but I do this. I wake up in the middle of the night sometimes with thoughts of like sort of creative thoughts, like posts, like shirt designs, whatever's in my head. And I have to like make a note of it. And so I open my phone and I just jot down like whatever the idea is so I can go to sleep. Cause if I don't do that, I'll just sit there and like, I'll, I'll think about it. Cause I'll be worried that I'll forget it. And then I like, I just kill like two or three hours in the middle of the night thinking about whatever it is. But I've had two in the last little bit that I don't remember like waking up to do the note. Like usually it's when I get back from the bathroom or something in the middle of the night, it's like, I think about it. But I guess I like I rolled over at some point in the middle of the night, put a note in my phone, don't have any recollection of when that was, like, and even what the, the note, I have two right here that I don't know what they mean. And then the, the, the first one is, I wrote, in the end, what is true has always been true. What is that? interpret that i don't know what's the second one it could it's like pretty philosophical though i mean you can maybe like talk through that but probably not it was the day after i was having like covid debates with people on the internet so i think in the end what is true and has always been true is that there are a lot of really dumb people out there that's where i'm taking that one okay the second one is (laughs) i typed this message will (laughs) self-destruct And you don't remember typing this? No. Hmm. Um, you should get a notepad because the blue light is probably impacting your sleep. I mean, clearly, because I opened my phone, typed those, and then apparently went back to sleep and don't even recall doing it. Yeah. It reminds me of that Seinfeld episode mm-hmm. where he would, Jerry would think of jokes in his sleep and he would write them down. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't, like, figure, he couldn't decipher what he had written. Yeah. So the whole episode is him going around asking people to read his note and try to figure out what it says. <laughs> and by the end of the episode, it, they realize that it really means absolutely nothing. It's not a funny or anything. You mean kind of like the whole show? It's like a theme for Seinfeld. It's about nothing. Although it is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great show. I think so. So like, but if I had a notepad, like the, the thing with the phone is... The light. The light. So would I just take it in the bathroom? Like, how mm-hmm. do you do that? I guess. I get a headlamp. Hmm. I'll give it some thought. Or you could just not write notes because they don't seem to be very necessary based on the couple that you read to me today. But like, that's just a few. Like I have one that's what goes into a potato chip and that's like actually a good idea. Um, 
you don't lose you learn that was one um yeah i mean i could go back and find a bunch that i've done in the middle of the night they're totally useful where do you think all the good post ideas come from right they come from my brain at 2 a.m you don't even know you don't know what it's like you don't know the burdens of being the creative in the group no i don't have room for thoughts because i'm thinking too much about like what does meredith actually need to get done today that i need to remind her to do hmm so you can wake up and make a list about that and I'll make a list about the creative things. Yeah. Yeah, it works well. We're a team. Fist bump. No? Okay. Anyways, what are, what are we talking about today? Okay. And do we need to use the word rant? Mer- okay, so... I'm the type of person that takes... Um, Wait, I'm going to fill in the blank. Things personally? <laughs> yeah, I do. Like I, I'm very critical of myself. So when somebody like criticizes like my work or what I do, I really, I like, I really take that. And I think, is this, is this actual like valuable feedback that I can take and change and make myself better? And like we run into the odd client who's unhappy with the services that we provide. Like, and it really gets to me because I, I like to please everybody. I like to make, I make, I want to help everyone. I want to make sure that the services we're offering are valuable. And so when somebody is unhappy with the coaching or um, unhappy with the plan or recommendations or they don't see the results that they want to see, like I always, I always think like, is, is this a problem? Is this, is this me? Like it's, and we had an incident this week an incident where there was a, a very unhappy customer bait um i sent him a one-time plan which like if you don't know like the bulk of our clientele are coaching people like they sign up with us for ongoing coaching but we do offer like a plan only option where it's people who have had coaching before or they're very expensive with nutrition or experience with nutrition and or they're they not need, and they just want a starting point yeah so what they they want like you know, get me started with some macros and recommendations and like, that's it. it. There's no, there's like, you know, some follow up over email and like after the, the plan goes out initially to answer any questions. But after that, it's a very, it's like a self-guided, you know, you're on your own adventure kind of thing. Carry on. Um, so I, I sent this, this plan, this, this person had, originally emailed inquiring like what's in the plan and i told him straight up like it's it has it's exactly what's on the website it's got personalized macros and a calorie and calorie recommendations based on a ton of information that we we collect through our intake form um it has like lifestyle recommendations pre and post workout recommendations some some supplement recommendations like the fact of the matter is and I'm just going to say it, it is, it is pretty darn basic, but there's a reason for that. And it's because it's exact, like, this is what the science and what it, what in our experience works. Like we, we don't talk about, um, there, there isn't a big, a big portion of it that talks about supplements or, you know, we don't mention the word insulin. Because when you're looking at like, lifestyle factors from like 
you know, as like a, on a pyramid, like supplements and all that bullshit is it's like the teeny tiny little piece right at the top. And it is, it's so irrelevant. Like even if you just, if you knocked the tip off of the pyramid, that's like supplements and bullshit, it wouldn't even matter. Everything else matters, you know, like sleep, stress management, the food that goes in your mouth, what the food is that goes in your mouth. When you're eating it, less important. And then supplements are at the very top. Mm -hmm. And so this is actually the second time this has happened, but I, I sent off a one-time plan and I received an email back that basically says, actually we quoted it, that's it. That's it. And um, the other guy was probably about a year ago. Um, he sent back like, well, this is, this is, I already know all this. This is exactly what every trainer and nutritionist and dietitian tells you out there. This isn't any different than, than what I've already been told. And I was like, yeah, why do you think that every trainer and nutritionist and dietitian out there is, is telling you these things? It's, because it works and based on the information you provided, you aren't doing any of it. So maybe if you'd have listened to your trainers and nutritionists before this point. But it's it's these people, they won't stop searching for this magic <coughs> pill. And what's so unfortunate is, and this is the sa same thing that just happened recently, they don't want to believe that the basics work. Like even though they've never even tried them, they're on this, this, um, desperate search for something that is easier like that's actually easy like su like taking a pill like legitimate people want to take a pill instead of sleep eight hours yeah they want something that's going to validate the way that they want to live their lives yeah and, and work with that lifestyle like i you can't blame them because the the marketing for these magic pills is is crazy i mean you type in weight loss probably on google which i've i don't think i've actually ever done but you type in weight loss and i can only I'll imagine do. some of the stuff that comes up i was i was sitting on the couch the other day on instagram and an ad came up and um it was intermittent fasting <coughs> windows for body type hmm. and so there were different windows that you were supposed to intermittent fast based on body type and what was crazy is you determined what your body type was. They were categorizing b body type based on the s shape of fruit. So like if you're pear shaped, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like, if you're pear shaped, you fast, you fast, these hours. you fast during these hours. If you're avocado shaped, <laughs> you fast during these hours. Why aren't and avocados like, and pears kind of the same I shape? know. Avocado would be maybe like a little bit rounder at the top. How are we orienting <laughs> the avocado? I mean, pear, you know. And I'm like, I'm in, I'm looking at this and I'm like, well, what shape am I? I don't see my shape in there. You mean like a cucumber? <laughs> <laughs> what shape are you? You're kind of like sort of square, but big. Maybe like, um, you're like a butternut squash. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. Okay. Got so that I wonder what my intermittent fasting window is. Just never. But it's like, are you serious? Are you serious I've right seen now? the same for like intermittent fasting windows based on how your toes look. Someone sent me that one one time. And then same thing for your hand. 
But like the fact of the matter is there's people, there's so many people out there who are experts on keto and detoxes and fasting windows and carnivore diet, plant-based diet. And they can tell you everything that you'd ever want to know about those things, but they don't know a damn thing about energy balance, stress management, calories, sleep, like the, the fact that like the diet industry is not the same thing as the nutrition industry. Yeah. What, so when I get these people or when we get these people and we have clients like this who are just misdirected, usually we can get them sorted. Yeah. And, and it's, it's never like I, I'm never rude about it. I never make somebody feel like stupid until, and I don't think ever, but I mean, if it, like if it gets to six months and someone sends me something, I'll send back like, LOL, what? (laughs) Yeah. Or this guy, like at some point I'm like, please, like I basically was like, you need at the end of all of this, like we end up emailing back and forth arguing because I genuinely wanted to help him. I think at one point I said, like, I know that you don't find what our plan is valuable, like, because you can find everything on the internet. And I didn't say this, but like the fact of the matter is you can find anything on the internet. If you want to learn how to do something or want to find any information, it's on the internet. Everything is on the internet. Everything. Anyways, um, we offered him like a 30 minute call to like talk with him and explain like, this is why, you know, the basics are important. This is why what you think about bone broth isn't important and why it isn't what you think it is like based on actual studies. And then I, I directed him to some websites that are actually like science-based and science-based like like, databases like NCBI where you're reading actual research articles on these topics Um, like Alan Ergon, which they, he does a bunch of like research reviews. So you don't even need to read the studies. Mm -hmm. You can just read like a review of them. And, and he said, no, I want, I want a refund. But here's a website to Dr. Kate. You should really, uh, yeah, he, she has he to did direct me to a few of his own, bone broth. his own resources. Like, Bro, you just sent an email with a link to someone who's, whose articles are about the benefits of bone broth, who also sells bone broth. And then he also <laughs> sent me, he, he referenced, um, uh, online macro calculator and, um, he said like I could have gotten this off the internet. I'm like, yeah, but these are different than what that site would give you. And also we provide a 30 day follow up to allow you to like come back and you've never tracked macros before. So like maybe you should start with that. Like I just, it boggles my mind that people just can't accept that like the bait, it's the basics. It's like, it's, it's same with training. It's like people, are buying these weird things that are sold on Amazon to get stronger or to get abs that like, but you've never actually worked out consistently. Exactly. It's like, maybe you just need to exercise. Like I don't, it's crazy what's out there. And I don't even know the half of it. I don't even think I know a quarter of it. I don't think you do because I don't actually seek it out. I just hear what people, there's just a whole, there's a whole industry that's built on like quick fixes. And it's like, Oh, you want abs? Here's an ab crunching machine. Like, um oh you want like toned legs and butt like do our butt lift program Mm -hmm. it's like what i'm sorry what (laughs) 
like and it's it's a six-week program i'm like look you're not changing your ass in six weeks i'm sorry <laughs> like you're probably not changing your ass in six months yeah I'm like what if it takes six years <laughs> that's the reality of it though like really basic stuff done over a long period of time is actually going to yield really awesome results mm -hmm. but like people are too busy jumping around from like shiny thing to shiny thing to actually make any progress and in fact like the whole diet like the diet industry the people who are constantly trying to diet what what do they end up doing they end up gaining weight yeah like that's the industry and they want that to happen because guess what people who gain weight are going to keep paying for crap to try to lose weight yeah like they want that to happen like many of our clients come to us with a history of dieting it's just like i think everyone has tried a, a specific type of diet before most people especially mm -hmm. and i don't want to stereotype I just know based on my experience working with um, older, older ish females, um, they are especially susceptible to these like kind of diet fads like Jenny Craig, like because Jenny Craig markets to these people. Um, uh, Atkins, that sort of thing. Like my mom talks about all the stuff that she's tried. Um, and you even see it like on, on um, I buy like, you know, juice berries or, or gummies at the store. And it's like, no fat free. Yeah. It's stuff like that where it's like, oh, fat free. That works. That <laughs> works for me. Cause you know, if you're doing like a low fat diet. Yeah. Um, and so like we really do, we try to explain and like, even on our Instagram, we try to do it in a way that's like, it's educational <laughs> and people can hopefully learn to trust us. And we provide sources and all this stuff to make sure that people know that this is actual information and not garbage, even though it is completely reversed from what they've been told to believe. So like you'll get clients and you'll say like, actually, no, it doesn't matter if you eat past 8 p.m. And they're like, what really? And I'm like, well, where did you learn that? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I think I maybe like read it in a magazine. Yeah. It's like, exactly. You read it in a magazine. And like, no, that's not, don't feel bad about it. It's just, it's not, it, it wasn't accurate information. Um, I had a, a woman and it, again, like I just, you know, they, these people are so hard set in, in their beliefs she um she came to us for a one-time plan and she's doing a lot of the right things but had kind of done every single diet under the sun <laughs> and i think at one she was saying you know i i only drink bone broth on thursdays like mm. kind of that sort of thing like yeah. it was kind of pretty extreme and i basically in this plan just said like here are the basics and then reiterated it all and was like you just need to eat real food in the correct amount and like, you'll be fine. Like, don't overthink it. Like just hit these macros, like hit these, even just hit these calories. And like, you will live a long and healthy life. And she wrote back an email and said, I'm so stoked to do this. Like, thank you so much for clarifying everything. Like I forgot to mention that I'm starting, um, like a four day, a four day juice cleanse. So liver detox, liver detox, um, <laughs> tomorrow. So it'll be really great to have this to jump into right after I'm done with that. And I'm like, after everything I just said <laughs> but you know what I hope that she does the plan and and says like hey actually like this is really great and I hope that the guys and I'm sorry they, they were both men um end up saying at some point like maybe I will try this plan the and they have like, great success even if they do even though like, they didn't end up paying for it in the end because they demanded refunds you know what you're not a like you don't watch family guy right mm-hmm there's this segment that they have occasionally on. It's like Peter Griffin does like a 
a new he's like on the news and he's doing a segment and it's like the segment's called you know what really grinds my gears and i've always thought that we should do a segment on the podcast that's like you know what really grinds my gears and um yeah i was as we were kind of in the middle of this it kept like popping in my head you know what really grinds my gears men um <laughs> i'm just kidding most of the like we actually have a great the great fortune of working with, I guess, the handful of guys out there that are actually awesome. But it's, it is sort of unique. Most of our, like, I guess, particularly negative experiences have come at the hands of, like, I don't know if it's, like, an ego thing. I mean, there are women out there who have massive egos, too. But it's, like, I think these, these, when you send this, this guy, call him Ned, when you send Ned an email that, that challenges what I can only assume have become core beliefs of his and challenges them in such a, like, you know, with such a, such simplicity and such logic that he, he can't like, he can't take it. And even when it's like, look, dude, like we will get on a call with you and like talk through some of this. So you, you feel like you have like, you know, we've, we've lived up to whatever, like the value that you think that you deserve. And he wouldn't even do it because at that point, like he doesn't want to be challenged and that's it. Like, like had the plan included, like, yep, you need to have, you know, bone broth twice a week, like this amount of collagen twice a day, like make sure you're, you know, you're not eating too many carbs after your workouts to manage your insulin surges. Like that kind of thing, I don't, I don't, maybe the reaction would have been different, but like, that's just not, that's not who we are. And like, I, I like to think that a lot of people who fall in line with that kind of thinking sort of get weeded out by our Instagram because like we do put out so much information that, um, kind of like not debunks, but you know, sheds a very like evidence-based light on a lot of these diet claims and things that people get really like you know, worked up over and it's like, oh, that stuff isn't actually that important. You know what? Like I haven't, it's been five years since I've slept more than six hours a night. Maybe I should try doing that first for like three or four months. Just that. People don't want that though. Cause they, they hear that and it's like, oh, you, you want me to do something consistently for how long? Yeah. Ned, like a year. Yeah. I had, a. I had another, another client who um she was overweight and she was eating she was logging like fewer than a thousand calories a day but wasn't losing weight I think she was actually gaining weight Hmm. and I'm like I'm so confused and so I'm like well how like can we can you take pictures of your food like can we see how you're logging here like it's totally normal for people to to miss logging sauces and oils and like things like that or they eat out and they they don't log cooking like cooking oils at restaurants are a really big thing or you know eyeballing is difficult especially if you're new to tracking um eyeballing accurately I should say and she was complaining about the fact that it was because she didn't have healthy foods available and the reason why she was still gaining weight despite only eating fewer than a thousand calories was due to the fact that her food quality was low. So like she was eating fried chicken and bread, but like in very small amounts, only a thousand, fewer than a thousand calories. Yeah. But she wouldn't, she wouldn't believe me when I said like, it's, it's not like you should be losing weight eating 
if you truly are eating fewer than a thousand calories, you will, you will lose weight. Like you could eat a thousand calories worth of donuts a day and still lose weight. That'd be like, and her response was like, no dude, you're wrong. Mm. And I'm like, what, what are we doing here? Like (laughs) if you're, if you know everything, like why am I here? Like I'm, and I'm, and I'll be clear, like we have talked about food quality, but Mm -hmm. that didn't change either because I don't know why. Um, availability or something. So it's, it's not like, you know, with these people, we're not explaining. And like we, I explained to her like calorie deficit. I explained to her like, you know, all about insulin, all about like how her beliefs aren't actually like supported. Um, and it, even then it, they just, some people refuse and they would rather sit there and argue with you. And like, um, yeah, it's not like we're, it's not like we're sitting here being like, you're wrong. Yeah. Do this. Like we don't explain it like that. We're very like education based with our clients. Like it's easy enough for someone to say like, why am I doing this? Or I'll say like, this is why we're doing this. Yeah. But even without that, it it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. It it's, and you know, I think I've read somewhere nutrition is like the, it's a new like type of religion. Like people are so dead set on their beliefs, even though they're really, and I'm not putting down religion, but they're, they are beliefs. That's what they are. And it's, but with nutrition, it's, it's actually science. Like all this stuff has been tested. Religion isn't science. Didn't someone, didn't someone (laughs) get mad at you for, for COVID talking about, Oh, my medical beliefs. (laughs) You're spewing your medical beliefs on your platform. Yeah. I was like, it's like, medical beliefs okay can we just like let's boil let's break that down really quick <laughs> those are two medical words that should not be put together beliefs. ever you can believe in santa you can have religious beliefs you can believe that the earth is flat you can believe that stretching before weightlifting is a good idea mm-hmm. none of those things like are based in science in fact some of them are straight wrong people still believe them and they do them medical beliefs there's like you either believe in science or you do not straight up um that was hilarious but then i've had i've had other (coughs) clients who who come to me and they'll say i didn't think i was supposed to eat past eight and i'm like no that doesn't matter when you eat like this is why it doesn't matter and to explain like it doesn't matter because like nothing in your body is weak it is different after eight the problem that whole that whole rule stemmed out of the fact that most people eat shit food after 8 p.m. because they're at home sitting in front of the tv eating ice cream or (laughs) chips or candy or doing having pantry parties at 8 p.m. no one does that at 7 a.m. because they're at work you know yeah they're eating breakfast no one like at nighttime you're eating popcorn you're having dessert you're doing that stuff so people say don't eat past 8 p.m. because they don't want you going face first into a pint establishing that rule can actually reduce calorie intake drastically yeah but like if you're going to have like a Greek yogurt at 8 p.m. because you're hungry, there's n- absolutely nothing wrong with that. No. And again, the beauty of macros is like uh, you could eat all of your food in the middle of the night and it wouldn't really matter. Obviously, it would matter in terms of like, you know, energy happiness. distribution and <laughs> happiness and like, but it it really like it doesn't matter. Like the food timing is such a small piece. Yeah, it's like it's still and especially like eight after eight p.m. Like, what about bedtime snack? 
That's like the best meal of the day. 9 p.m. right before I get into bed. (laughs) Yeah, and some people like going to bed with a bit of, you know, food in their stomach to get them through the night. Some people have to. I like rolling myself to bed. (laughs) Okay. I'm just kidding. Um, That's been the last couple nights. But that's where these rules are coming from. Like, there might have been a basis for them, but they're not, they're not. um, There's really only one, like, like the, the food quality thing. They've, they haven't been able to replicate, like, fatness in humans or rats, like, without a calorie surplus like that is that is like a a a tenet of nutrition science calories are key i will say saturated fats can like sort of push the scale towards fatty liver even like in a calorie deficit but that's such a rare situation like that wasn't your client yeah, I mean, I, I don't exactly know what was going on with my client because she wasn't really communicating. She was blaming, which is unfortunate. But that's a very rare occurrence. And, like, I, we did try to work through that. And Yeah, most, we just, like... You know, some people just aren't, like, like anything. And I heard this on a podcast once with a nutrition coach. And they said, like every like, every nutrition coach is a human being. And just like anything no matter how professional you try to be like you aren't going to be a good fit for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I've experienced this with, you know, it can happen with an accountant. It can happen with a therapist. It can happen with a nutrition coach. It can happen with, it could happen with a sports coach. It's just the fact of the matter. You're not always going to be a good fit. So if like, if you don't believe you don't, don't trust that person best to move on. That's a little bit of a sidetrack. But. Yeah, what I just I think that it's important to understand like that happened. I mean, I had to break up with a massage therapist because I hated what he did and I found his personality to be completely intolerable. And that's fine. I don't. I'm not like. Did you ghost him? It. I did not ghost him. Like I, I guess it'd be easier to to do that with a massage therapist because you just don't rebook. Yeah, but it's not like the massage therapist is like, "Hey, how are you doing?" And then they're like, "Okay, next day, hey, what's going on?" Next day hey are you dead (laughs) like yeah i have and this is not an exaggeration i have been ghosted a few times so bad that i i I literally type in the town of the client in obituary just to check i have to it's like it's it's it makes me feel like a crazy person when that person finally decides to check back in and they're like oh sorry i just got busy it's like i literally i thought that you may be dead just so you know like I've emailed the person with like, are I, I'm, I'm checking as like a human being, not as your coach. Like, are you okay? Cause I, I'm personally a little bit concerned. Yep. I had a client who signed up for six months and after a month <clears throat> ghosted me, like completely ghosted me. Didn't even ask for a refund. Never heard from her again. And I, and then, um, probably about a year, Six months later, she finally posted. She wasn't active on Instagram. Finally posted on Instagram. And I was like, holy shit, she's alive. <laughs> thought for sure you... Like- I actually thought, because at that point, like, why wouldn't you say like, hey, this isn't working. Can I have some money back? Because it's like... You've just paid for the most expensive month of nutrition coaching ever. I know. And, I, and I'm and i like, if somebody, if something's really not working, I'm happy to give somebody a refund. Like, we don't really do that. But like, if they have a good excuse, if some, you know, maybe something's happened but it's odd that she wouldn't even reach out. It's yeah. like, she just, she was a pretty good client. And then all of a sudden just goes to me. It was so confusing. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Like, hey, like, like I'm a human being too. 
I'm nutrition concerned. coaches have feelings. No, I have a heart. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> I think this whole like our generation is awful, and it, I mean it's not just our generation, but I find our generation to be particularly awful because like ghosting has become an acceptable behavior, and I don't know if it's like if it's like a thing with dating apps or like communication on social media, but just like straight up not responding to people like over and over and over again has it like apparently that's like a social norm and i'm like um what (laughs) can you imagine if like you did that in person it's like someone asks you a question and you just like turn around and walk away that's your response well that's essentially what it feels like it does it really does but it's almost worse because like somebody has hired you to help them and you're there being like how can I help? And they're just like, yeah, you're not paying the literally person on, nothing. Like, <laughs> you're not paying the person on Bumble to talk with you. Like that's fine. That ghost them, whatever you're paying me money to like send you messages that you're not going to respond to. That's insane. It's to weird. Me. And it, yeah, for the most part, I will say like, obviously, cause I'm still in this, I'm still doing this job. Uh, 90, 99% of my clients are great. Oh, but that like, doesn't, yeah. But like, like there are the odd people and it's, you know, it kind of adds some uh, entertainment to some degree after the fact. During sucks. Yeah. But like, they, you know, there are some decent stories from it because you are working with people. and For sure. And it's not like, like, go. I don't mean like if you miss a, a check-in message, that's not what I no, like. No, like literally, I think you've fallen off the, the like edge of the earth. After weeks, after weeks. And I'm like, is this person going to, cancel or like do i just like charge them for the next month like we do have a cancellation policy here and ghosting is not an acceptable way to to give i love the like i'm so sorry i've been bit so busy like for the last three weeks i'm like okay let me just figure this out here you're telling me you had no time to send one text in response to my three I usually cap it at three because I'm like, at some point you just need to stop. Yeah. To say like, hey, really busy. I'm going to get back to you when I have time or like things have come up. Like, I'm really sorry. Like, I'll check back in and when I can. How long does that take to type up? 15 seconds? You're telling me you didn't have time to do that? Like you weren't doing anything else with your phone. I I have no idea. Yeah. I could see like emails maybe getting you know lost but like you when you've gotten three texts from someone like genuinely curious as to what is going on and you can't respond yeah it's bizarre it's it's the whole thing sometimes feels like a that that situation feels like a bit of a social experiment i've had that happen in like other air like not even nutrition coach like other businesses where you reach out and you just don't hear back and you're like really yeah that's true i find um I find the like graphics apparel industry to be particularly bad for that where you're like, and I know this cause we've, we've used a number of people for like, like screen printing and stuff in our, like our primary printer is down in North Carolina and does an, an awesome job. But like the downside with that is we have to get everything shipped up from the States, which like not only are you paying for like FedEx, but you have to pay duties on everything. So I've occasionally like on occasion reached out to printers and like, you know, merchandise people here in Canada. And I don't know what's up with that industry, but like, like either I I don't hear back period or I have to like inquire multiple times to hear back or it's like a week and a half later. 
you know, and not even like not super helpful. Like, so I reached out to this company in Vancouver and the guy got back to me within like 90 minutes, super helpful. And I was like, this is, this is very unusual. This is not what I'm used to in this industry. So thank you for being awesome. You are it a makes a big difference from like a consumer standpoint. Yeah. It makes me like want to deal with you. And then from a, like, we always have like our best relationships with people from a coaching perspective are the ones who like who they don't it's not necessarily the most prompt people because like we understand you know like us people have lives and they have jobs or they're you know they have hobbies or whatever they can't get back to us immediately but it's like when we can talk it's it's very like easy and free-flowing and open like those are the the best people even if it's even if they're not the most prompt and I think that like you know, when it's the alternative, it's, it's a real, can be a real challenge. Mm -hmm. The best is when you, someone starts off being kind of difficult. And I don't like, I think some people are just, they're a little guarded when they start new relationships with coaches and, you know, probably therapists and other people like that too. Dentists. Um, (laughs) the, uh, I don't think dentists are, sir, open your mouth, sir. (laughs) Open. Ah, Open your mouth. Or you do get the dental hygienist who'd like to talk to you and ask you questions like, while they're cleaning your mouth. And you're like, <laughs> you know, okay, do I you actually that. try to talk back? No, I'm like sort of like uh, I giggle. <laughs> <laughs> they say something. They're really good. I don't know if they cover this in like dental hygienist school, but they're really good at answering questions or, or asking questions where you can like, uh-huh, <laughs> like that kind of, that's great. You know, if they were like, where were you, f- where, where are you from? That's problematic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I went there once, <laughs> you know, what was I talking about? Oh, guarded. Um, the best is when people start off and they're a little closed off and then you kind of like, and I'm, I tend to be really annoying. Oh I like, yeah. I learn like super like, I'm like, okay, this is like, I'm being, su- I'm like prying right now, but like just deal with it. Cause yeah. I want like some, some people you have to, or like I find and, out like, and, what and I'll say like, if you don't feel comfortable, let me know. But I find here's people, what, here's what works for me sometimes. I'll like figure out what they're like, th- they're into or like, it'll come up kind of in passing, usually quite curt. And then if I, if I see anything at all in Instagram, that's like even remotely in line with what this person likes, I DM it. <laughs> LOL you know, here's a funny meme or whatever. Like I'm so obnoxious that way, but also like some of, I've built really good relationships with people like clients who become sort of friends. Mm-hmm. And like, I love that. Cause I, I don't know without my job, I don't know if I would have any friends. Well, we like, we also send those additional questions being like, what's one thing no one knows about you. It's like the most obnoxious question to ask. But I love those, the answers to those questions. Some people really lay it out there. Yeah. I love, (laughs) I love reading those. Um, But I think for the most part, like I really love the majority of my clients. Like otherwise I wouldn't be working with them. Um, Usually like if you're not working well, both sides are aware of it. So if you're listening and you're one of my clients, like you're probably not that this person. Don't worry. Yeah, if you're listening. Sometimes I, I get clients who are like, okay, I read your post. Was and, that about uh, me? And I'm like, no. You just have a very common experience. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Overall, very positive. Otherwise, like I said, I wouldn't be as into this job as, or we wouldn't be as we are. But 
I think to like set set the record straight a little bit because we've talked about what people believe that is untrue to some extent. What is in our one-time plan? Like, let's just say it. Let's like, what is in our one-time plan and what do we help people do in coaching? And yeah, like, I mean, the like it's... The one-time plan and I'll like, it tells... Oh like, my God, you're going to give away all of our secrets I'm going like to, this? it's all on the internet. Oh man. And we've, it's all on our Instagram. The one-time plan still has value because it's personalized to you. And like your schedule and you're obviously the macros are the big part of it and the follow-up. Like we tell, we tell people like, Hey, like you seem like you're keen to like get going. And we believe that like, if you commit to these changes, like you, you can get to your goals in three months, several months, whatever it is, depending on the goals. And then we say, we make it clear that like there are no like foods that are off limits. Like everything that you enjoy can be included in this nutrition plan. Do not like, don't cut out. Like if you want a glass of wine, have a glass of wine, everything in moderation. And then we talk about food quality. Everyone knows about food quality already. We have like a sample grocery list, which again, like easy enough. Everyone already knows about that. You can type that into Google. We have um, personalized macros, how to implement those macros, tips on meal planning, stuff on recommendations, personalized recommendations for pre and post workout, supplements. And that, again, is a very short list. Uh, information on sleep, information on how important non-exercise activity is. Again, all stuff on our Instagram page and stuff you can find on the internet. Like, and we, when someone says like, Hey, like what, what's in your one-time plan? I, that's exactly what we say. It's all of this stuff, but it's personalized to you and you get personalized macros for your goal specifically. And it's, they're going to be different macros that you're going to get from Noom or from a macro calculator online because like you're getting it from, and I'll say like, I do these plans with Meredith sitting next to me. Like we do them together. We talk about this person, what their macro should be, like what it's going to look like in, th in, in the next 30 days when they follow up, like you should see this much weight per week. We talk about the scale. Sometimes it's going to fluctuate. Don't panic. Reach out if there's a, like a five pound change within a week, that sort of thing. We talk about alcohol. Um, and we talk about how to like measure progress. It's very basic, but there, even if we wanted to beef, beef up the plan, it would be very difficult. Cause like at that point you're just pulling at straws. Well, yeah. And it's everything that's in there has been like curated to an extent based yep. on what we know works without anything that would detract or I guess probably distract from the how important those basics are like the the omission of um really of like of meal timing of macronutrient timing of like an extensive extensive supplement list like the omission of those is intentional because when people get too focused on like the cutesy stuff the shiny stuff the supplements the timing the eating windows they stop focusing on like 
the really important, really basic, really simple, effective stuff. And so it's like, you can like, you reach out to me when you've, you've done this consistently for at least 30 days. If you are not making progress towards your goal, number one, we'll adjust it for you. And if you're, if you're so dissatisfied, we'll give you your money back. But only if you actually do it, because like the fact of the matter is if someone who's not doing this at all, doing nothing that's in that plan, like not paying attention to their food, sleeping for five hours a night, not managing their stress, not doing any amount of meal planning. Like if they do that for 30 days, they're going to feel like a new person and they're going to email back and they're going to say, holy shit, thank you. This is going to change my life. Do you mind taking a look at my progress so far, my macros and telling me if I should continue doing what I'm doing or if I should do something a little bit different? Absolutely, Ned. I will do that for you. I want you to be successful. I want you to have what it is that you want and what it is you've been searching for for however long. And I want you to understand that it's actually a lot easier than you thought it was. And you can stop listening to Dr. Kate. Mm-hmm. And you can stop reading articles about bone broth and you can stop reading articles about insulin because none of that stuff matters. None of that stuff matters if you do the basics, sleep eight hours a night, pay attention to your stress, exercise a little bit and like do stuff that makes you happy. Um, I was just thinking the peep if you were to, to draw like a metaphor from like nutrition coaching to like something else. I was thinking about like dentistry. It's like someone, if you're a dentist and someone walks into your office and you're like, I literally do nothing with my teeth right now. I've never cared for my teeth, but they're looking a little bit yellow and like they, they kind of hurt and I have some toothaches and like a couple of them have fallen out. And the dentist goes like, I would highly recommend you buy a toothbrush and toothpaste and you brush twice a day, one in the morning, once in the morning and once at night. After that, like implement flossing. Flossing can be really great. You do that at nighttime. And they go, I already knew that I was supposed to brush my teeth. There's, you didn't say anything about teeth whitener. You didn't say anything about water picks. I mean, water picks are actually pretty effective, I think. Well, yeah. But, but like, you know, yeah. what about the teeth whitening stuff? What about veneers? No, like it's, it's funny, but it's not like that's, that's what people want in the nutrition industry. It's like, I don't want to brush my teeth. I don't want to count my macros. I don't want to pay attention to what I'm eating. I want you to, to tell me like, how can I make my body look like the guy in the magazine without actually doing any of the stuff that the guy in the magazine does? It's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) It's like being like, I want Brad Pitt's teeth. I, but I don't want to brush mine. Yeah. Okay. So just give me his whitener. That's all I need. Yeah. Tell me what he uses um, to whiten his teeth. Like it, it annoys it. People think that they need all this stuff to, to like lose weight or look a certain way or have good body composition. Like, yeah, sometimes it comes down to genetics to a certain extent. Like these athletes out there, like as much as they talk and like promote this BS, no athletes, they don't take they don't okay like okay this this person who complained about our our one-time plan said like i'm 
I'm an athlete. Like I should get special recommendations for an athlete. Like I am, I would consider myself an athlete and I work with many athletes. I've worked with athletes in many different sports and have worked with CrossFit, running, skiing, uh, luge, you like many. No, I've never recommended to an athlete. You need to have, you need to take bone broth. Like, yeah, you need to have carbs after you work out, but like, that's pretty basic. Like I've never, I've never had, I don't even know what collagen tastes like. I've never bought collagen. Yeah, it tastes like whatever. Like, my hair isn't falling like. out. Like, I don't need. I don't need it for it. To, I don't think it would make me feel any better. What I do do is I get eight hours of sleep a night. A collagen isn't going to make up for that. No, because you're. What an athlete needs just, is to recover. I don't understand how someone's what where. I don't. I can we talk just a second about the fittest Instagram on earth. Just a second, just because you were talking about athletes and I do want to make this point. Okay. And that is like athletes, especially CrossFit athletes. They should, they're actually influencers Mm -hmm. and it's important to understand that. And like the most of their money is coming from influencing, not from being an athlete. So athletes, CrossFit athletes sell so much bullshit and on the fittest instagram on earth today that's tia like it's tia's instagram she was on a tear with like just her supplement routine and it was all like swipe up swipe up swipe up so it's affiliate links so as soon as you swipe up on her whatever first form red supplement like that's she makes money it because it uses her code or her trackable link or whatever it is that 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 company uses and like you know i'm 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 like listening so i'm i like i, j- I had to because someone sent it it was like you have to watch this I was like uh, okay i'm gonna watch it um <laughs> every single supplement that she talked about there was like her multivitamins her fish oils goji gummies goji apple cider vinegar gummies as she said ashwagandha ashwagandha is how she says it it was like you know it's these vitamins are so like important they have so many health benefits um i think she said something about it's it helps the immune system she said ashwagandha is really nice she said ashwagandha is a you know it's a really nice supplement it has many health benefits she said the same thing about She's like, I've been taking apple cider vinegar for years. It has many health benefits. I'm like, maybe, just maybe do a 10 minutes of research, have a list. Here's what apple cider vinegar, here's what they want you to think that it does. It actually doesn't do anything. Not the gummies. The real stuff is like, maybe, but it's also going to mess your teeth up. So now you're back at the dentist trying to like, get help looking like Brad Pitt. And they're like, I don't know, maybe stop drinking acid. There's a thought. Ashwagandha gummies, many health benefits. It's like, this is complete crap. Like, does it mean that ashwagandha is a crap supplement? Not necessarily. But is goalie the best version of it? Probably not. Well, goalie doesn't have ashwagandha. Yeah. Oh, they do? They have ashwagandha gummies. I didn't realize... They're blue. I didn't know that. 
yeah that yeah that they're kind of new ashwagandha but it's like it's it's so irritating because fuel um, the body she did she she did throw that in there it's good for the body um sorry that was that was fish oil fish oil is good for the body Um, which it actually is yeah but like why explain why why is that tia is it that offset the like extraordinarily high omega-6 to omega-3 fatty acid ratio that's in the western diet why is it important where your omega-3s come from why does it matter why does quality matter you know like explain it give it some thought but anyways that's kind of to say um just because an athletic influencer says they take something number one doesn't mean they take it number two doesn't mean it's worth taking number three might actually mean that it's not worth taking a lot of a lot of the stuff that athletes promote they don't hurt like red green supplements they don't hurt you okay can i just stop for a second yeah um no, but they're extremely expensive. Yeah. Um, but I was just thinking back up a second. Um, there's that, the new supplement company that is Matt Fraser's podium, podium, three, two, one podium. They have like Matt, uh, Justin, Justin Medeiros, buttery bros, buttery bros are involved. Cause like if those guys, don't have to take, Ritchie. yeah, Craig Ritchie, Craig Ritchie. Um, I always get that name wrong. And so I'm looking at that. I'm looking at the, the, the page the other day. Cause I'm like, I, I just want to, I want to know what this company's about. Cause it's obviously getting a lot of hype. Cause it's like by all the hypest people. And the interesting thing about that company is they haven't really, to this point, released anything that's particularly revolutionary. They have like a BCAA and then like a hydration blend. What I find really odd is that the, the former fittest dude the current fittest dude would endorse and like maybe take, I have my doubts about this, a supplement that is not third party tested. I find that to be really odd. It's because that costs money. But then you really have to think about like, are they actually taking that? Oh, I guarantee, I guarantee you Justin isn't going to be taking it. Nah. So that is because that's, yeah you can't you can't control for that if it's not you just can't risk it so now now they're they're most likely promoting something that they're not gonna take and really until that company has third-party testing any elite games level athlete that promotes it you can guarantee is probably not taking it just a thought i just thought that was interesting yeah yeah i mean I mean, uh, the the sponsorship thing—that's been a thing in sport for ages. Like, wasn't there a whole thing on over the Olympics with uh, Subway, hmm. and like how some of their athletes came out and said, like, I would never eat a Subway sandwich or something. <laughs> and yeah. like, basketball players are sponsored by—it was like Michael Jordan was sponsored by McDonald's or something. Yeah, you see that all the time. It's like you know these guys aren't eating McDonald's. I mean, I guess they might be. Yeah, but I guess it's it's a little bit different in my opinion there. Like they're not saying that, Mc, oh, McDonald's is the reason why I'm, mm-hmm. you know, as good at basketball as I am. But like supplements, 
little different. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, the fact of the, you're right. The fact of the matter is like these athletes, a lot of them, their money is coming from their sponsors and their sponsors are paying them. What's in those contracts is like, you're posting this many times uh, a month. This many stories, like this many posts. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. Like I said, like a lot of those supplements, like the ones Tia recommended, none of them are necessarily going to hurt you, but they are most, most of them are a waste of money. Yeah. They're just not necessary. No, but necessary, um, but like neither is protein powder, but it, at least protein powder at like, you know, is valuable to some extent. It's unnecessary. Yeah. We'd consider protein powder for me goes in a, a subcategory. It goes into a food replacement. Yeah. Like car supplement. powder. Yes. Yeah. But not like a multivitamin no not like and also why wouldn't you just take a multivitamin if you're gonna take red and green supplements don't just don't get me started on the red and green supplements like like yeah they don't hurt you but like they're kind of expensive they're expensive and they taste good the value like they're there's a lot of science that says when you start to degrade the like the plant matter from vegetables and fruits into whatever a powder like you lose a lot of the bioavailability of the the vitamins and minerals that are there to begin with. So there's that. And then, cause like you have to heat treat that stuff and it just, it breaks it all down. And then on top of that, like why is it important for most people who are not elite athletes to eat fruits and vegetables? Like it's important because like it slows down your eating. It gives you a, like, there's a lot of fiber like, are you getting fiber from green supplements? You're not. Um, water, like water, it, food volume, <laughs> which can help limit the amount of food we eat, which for most people is a problem. Yes. So you can't, you act, you can't replace the benefits of eating actual fruits and vegetables with micronized fruits and vegetables that they also add color to. So that's my very short take on reds and greens supplements and like if you take them at the wrong time of day or on like an empty stomach they make you vomit yeah usually um, if if i see a collagen or or reds and greens in a, in a log i'm like mm. i usually leave it sometimes yeah, i'll say something but like you know it doesn't hurt and if somebody believes in it then by all means yeah um it like it doesn't hurt it just it hurts your wallet mm-hmm. and i'm still gonna bug you to eat more vegetables mm-hmm. so always it's whatever um how do we want to wrap this up i think well for me i wanted to just get on here and and tell a few stories and not because i want to make fun of people or you know laugh in, at people's expense because i that's certainly not the case like if anything it makes me sad when that that happens um it was more just like this is and I, I'm sure a lot of our followers are already bought into what, what we preach and our listeners, but it, it is, it is good to, to mention like, and talk about what is behind, um, some of these trends. Like it's all marketing, it's all money. And, um, you know, we, we, our values, like we believe in, in like simple, but effective, but that simple, it doesn't mean easy. And that's where our coaching comes in. And so like, we're not on here to like sell our one-time plan or our coaching. We're on here to like genuinely like help people. And if 
obviously like if our plans or our coaching piques your interest, then that's awesome because that's just one more way we can help you. But like, this is just like a warning. Like, don't, don't believe everything you see. Like if it, you know, it's really, really easy to get like research, like actual studies and research reviews that are from well-respected individuals in the space. Like if you want to spend your money or like find someone that you trust or, or do your own, like do your own research beyond like articles and magazines or like if somebody's selling something like a product and they're writing articles on how great it is that doesn't, that don't have any sources, then you should be skeptical. So I guess this, this episode was more like, I didn't want to rant, but I wanted to get it out there and say like, this is still happening. And like, you might still be falling victim. So don't. Done. I said what I needed to say. I don't know. I I felt like there could have been more ranting, but I thought it was good. I I got all of my ranting out while I was emailing back and forth with Ned. Ned. Fresh out of rant. (laughs) (laughs) Ivy, I was ranting. So Ivy gets really upset when Meredith and I argue. It's weird because like we'll drop weights in the gym. We'll yell at her and nothing. No response. She's just totally fine with it. Meredith and I yell at each other or talk to each other in like a unhappy tone. And she gets really upset, like starts yelling at us and like will like climb on us and try to get us to like calm down and stop. Settle down, ladies. <laughs> and uh, I was ranting to Meredith like a couple days last week and this week. And she was she was trying to calm me. <laughs> she was. She's like she rubs on your legs. But like while she's doing that, she's like yelling. She, she mad. She's like, stop. <laughs> it's OK. I'm here. But yeah, as soon as you yell at her for like doing something naughty, nothing. Yeah. The most but I get, selective. I hearing. just get so frustrated because I'm like, all I want to do is actually help you. But people, people will just, they, they just can't. They want to argue. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe they'll come around eventually. It just takes, so. takes another couple more like nutrition plans from another company or something. Round we go. Mm-hmm. Or they'll just keep getting caught up in the the BS that will never stop. Yes. Because it's a whole, it's, it's a whole organized, it's a whole community in itself. The BS community. I I actually clicked on one of the links he sent me. So I was like, okay, I'll look. And it was, um, the first line was like, we've all heard from, um, I think it was like Kobe Bryant and, Gwyneth Paltrow on the benefit, the health and performance benefits of bone broth. And as soon as I saw the name Gwyneth Paltrow, I exited out and was like, please don't, don't we know by now that Gwyneth Paltrow is just full of absolute complete shit? Doesn't everybody know that? Like the opposite of a, like she wants women to steam their vaginas. It's like, it's like if someone sent me a thing and it's like, you really need to listen to this doctor. And it was an article with like, Dr. Oz. <laughs> you should watch. It's on at 4 p.m. on channel whatever it's on. And his name is Dr. Oz. And he will tell you exactly, exactly what you need to know about everything. Yeah. And while you're at it, there's this, I, I like, I know you're looking for help with a therapist. And I just, you know, there's this guy that you should check out. His name's Dr. Phil. And he's got a daytime show. And he deals with all types. 
And I think you could really learn something from him. He knows his stuff. He's bald. It's like that. <laughs> Gwyneth, stop it. Goop. <sighs> well, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, as always, we appreciate the support. And um, yeah, we'll catch you guys again soon. <laughs>